Hello and welcome back to Millennial Ag, where agriculture is always on tap and no topic is off limits. Thanks for joining us today, your co-hosts, Valine Likely and Catherine Lotspeech. Listeners, this is episode 61, I believe, um, and we're recording on Tuesday night. And Catherine and I have yet to check election results and are kind of ignoring that until we actually know what's going on. We've been, our heads have been busy <coughs> um, and filled with noise and we're like, we'll just see what the results have to offer. We've voted. Um, and we're also wearing t-shirts that are like <laughs> the elephant, the donkey, and a cow. And guess which one's checked? The cow. The cow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this week we're we're just gonna throw out some some of what we've been doing and throw out some love and compassion and kind of maybe encourage you to look outside your box, look outside your phone, look outside your political platform, and get back to making a difference in your community, in your life, and spread some compassion because we're frustrated with the presidential election. Um, we're not gonna share how we voted because we're just not. But we. Um, encourage you that this world is so much bigger than the national platform and that it's and so much smaller mm-hmm. you know the the difference you can make happens on a much smaller scale than you might believe yeah it's it's in your neighborhoods and it's with your neighbors and it's with friendships and relationships um so that's that's what this week's episode's going to be um so we'll we'll throw that out but we wanted to kind of just give you an update where we're at and then give you a little words of encouragement at the end. So I'll let Catherine start, uh, or I'm going to brag on her first. Oh, geez. <laughs> Catherine got awarded um, 40 under 40 for the Northern Colorado Business Journal um, and is going to be recognized Thursday, which is super exciting and a huge honor. Um, so I'll let her discuss that a little more. But <laughs> We've been super excited and wrapped up in that, along with traveling and work and a lot of other things. So, Catherine, what's your super cool award about? (laughs) Well, Val, thank you very much for bringing it up because, you know, it's one of those things where it's sort of hard to talk about yourself, but um, also, you know, a recognition of things that have been achieved. So, thank you. Um, Yeah, I I was nominated and then selected as one of Northeastern Colorado's 40 under 40 influential leaders. Um, I have no idea who nominated me. Um, And if if it was you and you happen to be listening, thank you so very much. It means more than you could possibly know. Um, It's quite a win for what's been, what started out as a pretty tough year, but it's turned into a really good one. Um, and so, yeah, well, there's there's a recognition event on Thursday. My husband and I get to go, and um, I'm going to, you know, meet 39 other people who are making a difference in their communities through their work and through their, their community service. Um, and apparently we have to speak on, spage, on stage for a minute, so... <laughs> Hopefully my, my millennial ag experience will help me with that. Um, but it's really cool. You know, it's really awesome to be recognized. Um, but I know that it comes from from a whole tribe of people who are supporting me, um, especially you, um, the, the people I have at work supporting me, uh, my husband, Jimmy, my family, and you, millennial ag listeners. You, you guys have been a huge part of this. And I think that millennial ag played a no small part in... Um, in my nomination and and helping me to get to where I am. So it's exciting, but also a really humble thank you. Yeah, no, it's super exciting. And it's, I think it's so well-deserved and cool to see 
some positivity too in 2020. <laughs> um, Catherine and I have reflected a lot of what 2020 has given us so far, and the, what the last 60 days will mean too. Um, but but congratulations, <laughs> and I'm I'm excited to at least be in Colorado to kind of celebrate with you this week, even though I can't be there in person because of, because of COVID. But um, we're able to celebrate before and after and kind of just congratulate her so millennial ag give her a give her a shout out too um, <laughs> as she walks across the stage thursday night as well so thank you very much thank you very much and yeah yeah leading into what 2020 has been and what it will be for the next um approximately 60 days you know it's there's a lot of tension and turmoil going on right now like we said it's tuesday night it's the united states elections um we don't know what thursday is going to bring for us when you guys are listening to this but we hope that this episode brings you a little bit of of grace and peace and and hopefully a little bit of joy as well Mm -hmm. um you know we'll give you just a little bit of an update where we're at uh Speaking of COVID, <laughs> I, I am recovering from COVID. I was diagnosed at the beginning of October and, um, you know, I had to do the whole quarantine thing and I had to work from home and um, it wasn't the most pleasant experience I've had and it, there's still repercussions. Like I, I still get winded walking up the stairs <laughs> or around the poop pond. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's certainly been a challenge and um, one that, that, I certainly didn't expect I'm young and healthy and it's not like I go around licking ATMs or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but you know, it, it happened and we dealt with it and now I'm trying to get back to a little bit more of normal life, getting back into, uh, um, jujitsu classes I've started settling back into work. Um, you know, really, really just sort of taking the reins for the last 60 days. And, and Valine has been a godsend in this regard. She's, she's, I don't, a lot of you guys might know she's also my manager where we work <laughs> um, and she has been traveling a ton she's been running back and forth and it's my turn to brag on her just a little bit um, just a couple weeks ago she completed her professional engineers exam and we'll find out in a few weeks um, that she is a, <laughs> a licensed civil engineer and that's bringing a ton of opportunity and excitement to ag professionals and we're really really proud of her Oh, well, thank you. I I can't thank everybody enough for just dealing with me for the last <laughs> three months and then a few months leading into finding out the results and just the tra- crazy travel schedule. But I think taking taking that exam in COVID, during, during 2020 and kind of the COVID pandemic um, it being canceled back in April when I first was supposed to take it just just being able to sit for the exam I think was an accomplishment in itself for sure um and and getting through that um it's an eight for those of you that aren't familiar with the exam it is an eight hour (laughs) exam uh four hours in the morning and the four hours in the afternoon and and it's everything that it the morning's everything a civil engineer could possibly know or be questioned on in their career so 40 questions of anything you could be have worked on in the past four years as an engineer and what you could be working on for the next 40 50 years can be in a test so you get whatever reference manual you want but you got you got to find those answers and that morning section was brutal and i i didn't to be honest i didn't spend enough time in the structure section because i like i like the water and wastewater stuff and that's what my brain had been in so the afternoon i felt like went well but we'll we'll see what the results happen and i i hope that i can uh by by 2021 if i have an engineer stamp i will be 
I will be celebrating, but it'll be, it's just been a whirlwind. I was in Idaho last week, um, driving and flying, trying to um, respect the COVID and respect, you know, social distancing and, and balancing that with a lot of shit sampling. Um <laughs> And just balancing life right now has been has been has been a blessing, but also a challenge. And it's like Catherine said, learning to give ourselves grace right now. And when you know the biggest thing I learned last week, I put in sixteen hours, I think, on Monday, and I don't think I was at under nine and a half hours the rest of the week. Um, and then you throw in traveling and and family and other things going on and. You know that you know when I sit down at night, like putting our phones away and just like being like, what what is done today is done. Like there is nothing I can go back, and I I gave it my all, and I've been trying to. I'm gonna end up on a rabbit train here in a <laughs> second, um, but re I've been trying to read and listen to podcasts too that have been that have been filling my soul full of positive thoughts and like you can do it. But you know one of the. Um, books I've been reading said one thing you can do every day is just give it your all today might be different than tomorrow which might be different than the next but if you can lay your head down and said tell yourself I gave everything I have and sometimes giving everything you have is not giving it all to your work or giving it all to your family it's it's filling your own soul or finding ways to fill your cup but laying down and saying I gave it my all and that's I think hopefully some advice I can give you that's helped me at least through my emotional roller coasters over the last however long it's been (laughs) (laughs) and will be um it's just give it your all and that's all you can do yeah and i i I couldn't agree more as as per usual (laughs) um but especially the your all today might look different from tomorrow or the next Mm -hmm. day and whether it's all for work all for family all for personal whatever it is you know it it can look very different every day and to be able to give yourself grace for that i think if nothing else um 2020 has certainly been um intent upon teaching you and me about grace and we can hope we hope that we can pass some of those lessons on a little bit and along those same lines Valen and i have been talking quite a bit um you know over the past few weeks about how we want to approach you know this 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 election week podcast episode and and where we want to go with it and something that we're really missing in our lives um is you know especially in our societal cultural lives is compassion um you know we we see it really lacking we've seen it lacking um you know over the past well couple of years honestly Mm -hmm. um but especially it's ramped up over the past couple months and weeks and days leading into you know this 2020 election and you know we really find it missing it doesn't matter what side you come down on on the political spectrum um you know grace and compassion are really really lacking and something that we want to return to um you know, in our everyday lives and our interactions with the people around us and closest to us um, is is returning to that kind of compassion and, and having grace for one another and understanding where someone else might come from, or at least, at least um, you know, giving respect to that perspective and, and position, um, you know, even if you can't understand it. But, but giving each other grace as humans and bringing some love back into the conversation, you know, I think... I think despite what uh, the 24-hour news media would have you believe in social media and, you know, everything that, that seeks to cause division, 
um, we probably agree on a lot more than we disagree on. And the things that are truly important to us don't come down to whose name is on a ballot. At the end of the day, it's going to be who's there to help you put the cows back in when the fence gets run over. Yeah, and it's... We may disagree with our neighbor. We may disagree with our family. We might disagree with our spouse, our children, whoever may be in your life on a day-to-day basis, your coworkers. Um, we're going to disagree with them, especially on politics and especially with the way 2020 has looked, whether, whether it's how you approach COVID or the elections or social justice issues. Um, you're, you're fairly familiar with where we sit. But we want to we want to challenge you to figure out who who the rocks are in your life, who those that foundation is, and and challenge you to to see where they come from. Like we may disagree with with those people, and Catherine and I don't agree on everything political. Um, we don't agree with everything on a day to day basis. I don't agree with my family on a lot of things, um, but I see where they're coming from. I, I try to engage and ask the question, why? Why why do you believe that? And not in a bratty two-year-old, why are you making me put the dishes away? Why are you <laughs> making... But why do you believe the things you do? Because Catherine's heart, while we agree a lot of times and we're like two peas in a pod, <laughs> the majority of the time, and we have more matching shirts than you could probably <laughs> count right now. Then we should really admit to... <laughs> Um, understanding where they're coming from because we're different enneagram types we're different personality types we have different passions she likes english i like math um but understanding where where these different perspectives come from and why they're approaching it sometimes it's situational situations you know experiences they've had sometimes it's just their emotion the way their heart and their head are are connected and some people put more heart into a situation than their head and some people are all facts and so understanding where that comes from i think gives us all an opportunity to have more dialogue something we've been preaching through this whole political series Mm -hmm. is dialogue and compassion and putting it there you know there's some people that are scared of certain situations let's let's see where they're at and just give them give them a high five a hug a a handshake whatever you're comfortable with right now meet them where they're at have that conversation and show up if you really want to make a difference in the life it's not in the political race and it's not slamming things on facebook it's showing up in your neighbors and your friend's life and saying i hear you why do you believe something and they will return that favor to let you speak at some point. It might not be that night, um, and it might be two or three years from now, but they will show back up and ask you the same question. And and that's where you make differences. And you might not ever agree on, on certain things, but there's a lot more that we agree on, I think, than, than we disagree with. And just because you disagree on stuff does not mean that you can't be friends um, and that you can't that you can't have civil dialogue and that you can't get along and you know you can agree to disagree and and grow from from understanding the other's perspective um, you know you'll you'll learn a lot more about the neighbor who shows up when your hay barn is on fire mm-hmm. than then I think um, you know trying to figure out who they voted for every four years and so listeners um you know this episode is kind of short and sweet but we wanted to leave you with some positive thoughts tell you where we were at in life and and just 
you know, hopefully project some more compassion, grace, love, hope into the world Mm -hmm. than what we've been seeing over the last few months. We invite you to join us um, as we recommit to those to those characteristics and those bonds among humans. Um, and and we wish you truly a healthy, safe, and happy election week. We pray for our country um, that no matter what the outcome is, it it will lead to a positive and more um, more unified union. Yeah, and I Brene Brown started her podcast series off series one with FFTs, and FFTs are F and first times. <laughs> um, and I think we can all say twenty twenty has been an FFT first time yeah it's been brutal on more than one nobody knew what COVID meant didn't know what it stood for didn't even like it was a for like when 2020 started um we didn't know what this year was going to bring we didn't know the wildfires the stress Biden and Trump we didn't know how bad that was going to be you know and Catherine and I've had a lot of FFTs this year good bad ugly um and what we all don't take we don't approach ffts the same either so <laughs> you know just give some give some grace throw some love and you know show some compassion to somebody that you normally wouldn't show compassion to and pick up the phone let's turn our let's turn you know some of the text messages off for the social media and let's actually pick up the phone or or even shoot a text to somebody you haven't talked to in a while and say hey i'm thinking about you and i i think that's where we can make a difference yeah yeah, I think it was Barbara Bush who said, I, I'm paraphrasing here and I forget the exact words, but she said, you know, if, if you seek to make a difference in the country, start around the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And that's start with your friends and your family and talk to them and love them. And even when it's not the easiest thing to do, um, show compassion and grace. And, and um, you know, it might be an F and first time, but... But uh, the world can always use a little bit more of those things. And at the end of the day, just remember what's most important to you. And it's going to be all different. But what's more important is what's around the dinner table. What's who we can call when our hay barn's on fire when the cows are out. Yep. And, and Trump or Biden or whoever you think in whatever realm of politics usually aren't going to be those people. Yep. It's the people you know, the people you love. And those are the ones that we should seek to make the strongest connections with. Yep. So, Millennial Ag, we want to hear from you. What's your compassion? Who have you shared love with? Um, And we thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Millennial Ag Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at talktous at millennialag.com.